0: Hello,
1: everyone, and welcome to the Your Village podcast, Parenting Beyond Discipline, the place to learn about all things parenting and get your questions answered. I'm your host, Erin Royer-Azraland. Parenting can be rough sometimes, but life and relationships are funny and even absurd. I think we have far too little fun and humor in life. Using humor and discipline in the right ways at the right times can often turn a situation that could potentially blow up into something that everyone ends up laughing about and connecting over, but it has to be done well. Some people have a natural knack for using humor. Our son Chandler has this gift. It's amazing to watch these people in action. I do not possess this skill, however. I need help. But all is not lost for those of us without the levity gene. In this episode, I will cover some introductory information, including why humor works well in discipline, ideas on many ways to use humor in parenting, and then the trickiness of using humor, basically the one pitfall to be aware of and watch out for. So why use humor? While some parents might be concerned that it could undermine their authority or send the wrong message, it actually can have the opposite effect. Discipline is about connection. It's about building and then maintaining that connection as children age. Only then can we have influence, and using humor builds that connection. So by connecting with humor, we then put ourselves in a position to teach the lesson and therefore have the positive influence. There are many ways to use humor, like making funny faces. Something that can work well with kids is imitating their face when they're starting to melt down. You could say something like, what's wrong with your face? It looks like this. Now you can't see me, but you can make a silly face that kind of mimics what they're doing and then say, go look at the mirror. My oldest, who's now seven, loves this. And this has worked with him since he was really little. It stops him in his tracks, and he starts to laugh. Then he's able to refocus and share his thoughts in a more mature manner. Also using silly voices, singing like an opera singer, whether you're good or not, maybe you could pull this off, or create a voice for your child's belongings. The shoes, the toothbrush, the bedroom floor. The shoes could say something like, where are we? This isn't our room. Who's that big person about to trip on me? Ah!" Or the bedroom floor might say, I can't see, I can't see, there's so much stuff on top of me, help! Kids think this is really funny and it's a fun way to get them to do some activities and chores that you need them to do and getting them engaged in a fun way. Get physical. Jumping on the trampoline and being silly, or climbing on the jungle gym, falling down, or starting a pillow fight. These are all ways of connecting with our kids, being silly and humorous. You may or may not have an activity or a chore you need them to do at that moment, but it's being humorous and fun and connecting in very childlike ways. Make a game out of an activity such as the get ready for bed game or the get ready for school game. You can use puppets or stuffed animals to demonstrate and teach lessons like social skills or manners. Have the puppets do absurd things like hanging their shoes on the wall to put them away or putting food on the table instead of on the plate or flipping their fork off the table. Whatever manners or lessons that you want to teach, have your puppets or stuffed animals be outrageous. It will get your kids laughing and they will remember the lesson. Use silly language. Now this may not be for all parents, but when I use potty talk, my kids think it's hysterical. Also, because I'm so strict about the use of potty talk in the house, so on the two occasions that I have used it, it really catches them off guard. When I say something like, oh, poop, or you're acting like a poop head, they stop being a poop head and laugh, and then they laugh and laugh and repeat it a few times, But and then they forget all about it, but to me, that's better than the meltdown. As an adult and a mom of a son, both with ADHD, I know navigating the expectations of life with ADHD can be a challenge, but finding the right care and proper tools needed to succeed can be life-changing. With the right resources, you can turn your ADHD into your superpower. Done is an online ADHD care platform that can get you all the resources you need to help manage your ADHD, online visits, Refills, and a 24 7 care team made for you. Starting to take care of your ADHD is as easy as 1. Taking a one minute free assessment to see if done can help. 2. Booking an appointment with a licensed ADHD clinician as soon as today or tomorrow. 3. Start receiving ongoing care. Enjoy online visits, personalized treatment plan, worry free refills, and 24 7 care. Take a free 1-minute assessment and book an appointment with a licensed ADHD clinician as soon as the next day. Get continuous care, insurance coverage, and 24/7 care team support with Done for just $79 a month and pharmacy copays as low as $0. Unlock your path to better focus now at get.donefirst.com/podcast. Done. Turn your ADHD into your strength. This episode is sponsored by ByHeart. ByHeart is an infant nutrition company whose mission is simple: make the best formula in the world using the latest in breast milk science. ByHeart created a clinically proven, easy-to-digest infant formula that's made with organic, grass-fed whole milk, certified clean ingredients, and features a patented protein blend that gets closest to breast milk. Our blend includes the most abundant protein found in breast milk, Curious about By Heart? Redeem your welcome offer at ByHeart.com slash podcast with the code parenting for a limited time. Additional terms and conditions apply. You can also be outrageous. If your child makes an outrageous request, you can be outrageous right back. When your four year old, who's been weaned from the pacifier for two years, asks for one because the new baby has one, you can be outrageous. You can say, that sounds great. I'm going to have one too. And then you could put it in your mouth and make these silly faces when you suck on it. Your child will see how silly you look and will most likely giggle like crazy and forget all about the idea of using a pacifier. This can show your child how crazy some of these notions are and they can remind him he's a big boy and doesn't mean a pacifier, but it makes it silly and fun. Now, I'm going to answer a question that came in from Vanessa in Las Vegas because it's a perfect example to illustrate my next point. Vanessa says, My daughter will have these major meltdowns. She's two. So, my husband has tried to be outrageous and mimic her tantrums in hopes that she'll see how silly she looks. But it seems to backfire. I think it's actually making them worse. This is a great observation, Vanessa. Sometimes we just don't have a sense of humor about things going on in that moment. Toddlers who are already in the midst of a tantrum are one of those times. If you haven't listened to the episode on tantrums, I highly recommend that you go back and listen to that as I share the emotional state of a toddler during a tantrum and exactly what is going on, along with tools to pull them back to more rational thought and behavior. But in this irrational state, I doubt there's a toddler on the planet that's going to see the humor in this. Also, the tantrums class on the website also covers even more tools and tips for dealing with tantrums in both the short and long term. So you see fewer tantrums overall and shorten the ones when they do occur. But what you've shared is a perfect illustration of the one and only pitfall in using humor. But it's a big one. Children can be sensitive. We all can be sensitive. And if they feel like we're making fun rather than trying to lighten the situation, then we will have the opposite effect that we're going for. Instead of connecting, not only do we break down the connection, but we can lose respect and lower a child's self-esteem in the process. So if you see your child is not reacting right away to your attempt at humor, then stop immediately. So this is for everyone, not just for Vanessa on her tantrums, but if you're using humor and you see that your child is not seeing the humor in it, you want to stop, you want to apologize and explain. You want to explain that you were trying to make her feel better by getting her to laugh, but that you can see that she is not enjoying it and that's not your intention. And so you won't do that again. So this is a pretty short episode today, but humor can be a great way to deal with issues around discipline and can build a connection over a situation that could otherwise result in power struggles and escalate conflict. It's important to tune into your child, though, and know when to use it and when not to. And if it doesn't go well, apologize and explain. So during this week, really look for those opportunities to find ways to use humor and discipline, to make those exchanges be fun and silly and take away some of those struggles and build that connection. Now, in our next episode, I will be covering the topics of bedwetting and potty training accidents and relapses. I will share some statistics on bedwetting, when you can expect your child to stay dry all night and how to go about the process of nighttime potty training. I'll also cover potty training relapses and accidents. This means kids who have been successfully potty trained for a month or more and then start having accidents, either full-on accidents or just voiding small amounts of urine in their underwear several times a day, since this is a common phenomenon even in kids in early elementary years and can concern parents who don't understand what or why this might be happening. And then later on, I will also be covering some of the basics of the process of potty training from the beginning in another couple of weeks since summer is a popular time to try to accomplish that task. If you would like to see what else we have coming up for episodes or to submit a question, you can go to yourvillageonline.com podcast, or you can also submit feedback and questions at podcast at yourvillageonline.com. I hope you find this tool of using humor and discipline to make your household more fun and engaging. Thanks for listening, and I'll see you next time.